Good afternoon. Welcome to Sixth Sense Podcast. I'm Darren, doing a little different uh, cast today. Uh, we've got no guests. Uh, we have a couple lined up coming up this week. Um, but I just figured we'd sit down and have a little chit chat. Uh, some of the topics today that I wanted to talk to is uh, or talk about is uh, is Biden uh, fit for office? With a new poll coming out finding uh, that uh, most people. Uh, well over half of uh, voters find him to be too old and desperate to to uh, run the Oval Office or to be president. My opinion is if uh, you're too old to stand, a, stand trial um, or remember what you ate for dinner last night, it's probably time to call it quits. Uh, also, uh, with Israel running out of places to flatten in Gaza, thank you, uh, uh, Robbie the Fire, for that one. Uh, will we ever come to a two-state solution um, that doesn't involve killing innocent people on both sides? Uh, it'd probably be a good, good idea, good, solid thing to do. Um, thirdly, and most importantly, will these politicians ever figure out some fiscal responsibility and stop sending money to Ukraine in a war that it just will never be won? That and more in this edition of Sixth Sense. Stay tuned. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to my Sixth Sense podcast. I'm your host, Darren. Um, I'd like to really just get jump into this and get started. Uh, I, I I've seen so many opinions on if uh, Biden is uh, still fit to be president. Um, I. I just can't imagine um, the answer is yes coming from anybody. Uh, he just looks so unstable, and the amount of Adderall he's probably on is just probably very intrusive. Um, and watching him uh, speak, it's sad. It's it's real sad. I don't know what the outcome is going to be. I don't know what what their plans are. I don't know what the uh, uh, Democrats' plans are on who's going to run. Um, what do they got? Newsom. I, I like to think that uh, Vivek uh, knew what he was talking about uh, when he said that really the um, deep states candidate is uh, uh, Nikki Haley. It's a wonder uh, that that's probably true. In all honesty, she she's running against not another candidate and she's losing to no one in every state all the time, yet she's still in it. Excuse me. I mean, I, I don't even know what that's about. I don't know what you even make of that. You've got uh, Trump, who's not on all the ballots. Like we just saw that in Nevada with, uh, or Nevada, uh, with uh, Nikki Haley losing to no one by 30 points, 40, whatever it was, something crazy. Um, and then on the uh, Democrat, Democratic ticket, Democratic ticket, and the Democrats ticket, you just have Joe Biden. There's no solution. You know, it's crazy. There are other people running. There are other people running. You know, let me look that up right now. Um, here we go. From Ballot Media. Here we go. Okay. All right. We got Dean Phillips. Does anybody know anything about Dean Phillips? I've got no idea about Dean Phillips. He pretty much shut out of the whole uh, election. I believe he is quoted as saying uh, everyone really needs to wake up and, and look at what's going on. Um, 
really, uh, there is no way in, like I said, in my mind that they can, they can run Biden. I just don't think he's going to make it to, to, uh, first off another term, but uh, good Lord next year, uh, his cognitive ability seems to just be falling by the day and lowering by the day. And, um, I'm just really worried because everyone hates Trump so much, right? I mean, it's, he's got some pretty bad takes. He's not a, It's hard to for me to verbalize uh, what I'm thinking because he's the he's this candidate that everyone seems to hate, but people vote for because he's kind of like the middle finger to the party establishment, right? Because I mean they've tried everything, case after case after case. He just lost a, um, a fraud case uh, in which. He was convicted of uh, perpetrating a fraud by pulling out loans that he then paid for with interest in full. Um, so I guess, you know, that doesn't make any sense to me, but that's kind of uh, what the gist of it was. He lied about how much his properties were worth and which, I mean, don't the banks have underwriters to to figure this stuff out? If he was lying about how much it was worth wouldn't they wouldn't they know wouldn't they figure out these banks i mean obviously they don't want to make any money so the reality is they make these horrible loans to make no money thank god for banks uh, but uh, circling back to to candidacy um biden behind him is just a plethora of democrats that just don't fit well for anybody anybody i know and i'm i'm willing to vote for anybody whoever is the best but there's no best candidate um on the Democrat side, on the left. And what do you have on the right? You, you've got Trump, um, who is just probably never even going to see the White House, to be completely honest. They're never going to let him near it, um, which is wild. To, you know, We're really going to find out what happens when half the population who wants him to be there is just has to write in not another candidate or something uh, along those lines. Um, and then what people don't seem to understand is right next to him is Nikki Haley, the worst choice for that office. I, I can't, I cannot stress to you how awful this lady is. I mean, she's a war hawk. Nobody, nobody wants another stupid war. I mean, it's ridiculous. We can bear, we can't even feed this country, but we can support foreign wars. We can support proxy wars, we can support all this other stuff, but just not anything here. And the reality is, this is kind of a tangent and a side note, but if, if we wanted to, if these politicians wanted to fix this stuff, they could. They just don't have, there's no money in it. There's no way to, you wanted to fix the border problem. They wanted to, they could. Sure, they could. Right? I mean, what whatever. Dude, just whatever. I I don't even know when when Blinken gets up in front of people and he's like, we just, you know, with bipartisan support, support, support from who? Who's supporting this? I just, I don't get it. But Nikki Haley will, for sure. For sure, Nikki Haley will. She's got no idea, just as you found out in the debates, where she wants to put people uh, or troops in Ukraine or uh, send Ukrainians. Uh, but she knows that we need to be there. She also wants to uh, um, flatten Gaza, as almost every candidate uh, wants to. We have no idea what Biden thinks. Uh, we know what his staff thinks, because that's the only people that talk. 
Um, but um, yeah, so she wants to nuke him in the next week and God only knows uh, she is just a puppet for uh, who is keeping her in the race. Guys, let's think who is keeping her in the well, Whose money is she getting? Be real, be honest and think. Anyway, that's enough of that. That gets my blood boiling. There is just no good option in this election. And and uh, the only person that's a decent option, in my opinion, is Trump because you can't let the establishment win. I just can't stand how the deep state just, it, it they make decisions for the people. And then the little, that little bit that we have to make decisions like voting, they take that away from us every year. <clears throat> I say this every time an election comes up. People are like you're gonna vote. I say, you know, probably not. There's not. Well, if you don't vote, then you can't speak to it. It's like, no, I'm not voting because I don't like anyone in the in the election. We should, as a country, we should demand better. We should demand better. It's wild that we don't, and it's wild that every year where a vote for Biden is a vote against Trump. No, no, it's not. A vote for Biden is a wild thing. I is just a vote for an establishment politician who is in himself failing mentally. He, no one thinks that he is running that office. No one. I saw a post. I keep going back to this, uh, two weeks ago. And it was like, a, we're not voting for Biden. We're voting against Trump. What the, f what does that mean? Like nobody can tell me. And when you talk about it, bigot, racist. No, I, none, none of the, none of the above. I, I am none of the above. I am just, I am so concerned with the way this is going. Um, I mean, you saw, you saw how, uh, how the judge acted in, uh, in his fraud case, all smiles all around. Hey, got him, got him. He took out a loan, paid it back with interest. Boy, what a terrible person he was. And then you got Fannie Willis. That's a whole nother episode. That is just absolutely hilarious. Uh, the, the elites put someone in charge who can't get the job done. Thank goodness. Um, but, you know, I want to I don't want to say it is what it is, but that's what it is. It is. If that makes any sense. You've got an old guy running against another old guy. Both are wildly rich. Both are both are corrupt. It's just one is the people's candidate because he keeps getting shit on for like no reason. And no one can really tell you why they can't tell you. I mean, I just, it's wild. Anyway, on to the next one. We've got Israel who, uh, in one of the best quotes ever, Robbie the Fire Bernstein is running out of Gaza to flatten. There, there's not much uh, left. And uh, we need to come to some type of two-state solution or just an end to the killing. It's wild. Of course, the country has a right to defend itself for sure. But come on, the, the, you got to find a solution here because people are dying and it's not just, it's not just Palestinians, it's Israelis. I mean, October 7th was, was awful despicable, terrible stuff. You know, I, no one would disagree with that. But every time you drop a bomb, you're creating, a, you're just institutionalizing extremism. 
you're, you're just, you're creating more every time. Pat Buchanan, prime example, when he said, of course, of course I can, I can, uh, you know, talk about Hamas as being bad. Of course I will, I will say they're awful, but at the same time, what happens when you drop a bomb? Do you think those people are going to side with you or you, they're going to pick up arms against you? Another thing to think of, there, there is a lot of history that people just seem to, to skip over. And I'm not claiming to know everything. That's for darn sure. But the information that I do have, <laughs> the Zionists picked that region because of, of their, their holy book. Now, the thing is, dude, if I, if I moved into the projects in the middle of the Crips and Bloods, and I'm like, I belong here because, you know, my family used to live here. I better be sure I'll, I'll probably be defending my property. It's been like that for years. Now, I'm not saying they don't have a right to defend themselves. Of course, they have a right to defend themselves. Of course, of course. But they need to, they need to figure out the West Bank. They need to figure all of that out and, and just end this, end this killing. And they're... Their main thing is like, well, if we let them do that, uh, they're going to vote in Hamas and, and they're going to come and kill us, maybe. But the thing is, you just have to come to a solution and go from there. So Lincoln, when he was freeing the slaves, it's like people were like, if you let them go, you know, they're going to they're going to be so mad. They're going to. Well, yes, but it's just the morally right thing to do. End of story. End of story. I, I don't know what else to say about that. I, it, there is a, so much information on on why this is happening, why this needs to end. And if if you're just like, oh, we need a like Chuck Schumer, not Chuck Schumer. Goodness gracious, what is the what is the um, the the senator's name? Lindsey Graham, psychopath. Just kill them all. This guy needs to go somewhere. Anyway, hey, maybe Netanyahu will go to bombing rehab. Who knows? Um, uh, you know, the last thing I'm going to get into, and it's probably going to be the longest uh, part of this, is we have to talk about Ukraine. We, we just don't have a choice uh, in, in anymore um, with, with getting these politicians to understand that no, nobody here wants this. No one. And, uh, it's it's wild to me how there is uh, some type of support for this. I I don't I don't understand where it's coming from. I don't know. I've never talked to anyone um, who thinks so. Uh, and we have to understand this. We have to understand this. Putin will not let this war. He will not lose this. He won't. No matter what it takes, and no matter what we send there, no matter what happens, he is not going to lose this war. Now we pushed and pushed and pushed him here. Now you can call that Russia propaganda, blah, 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 blah. But words out of his mouth is this is my red line. This is where it ends. I can't let, I can't let this happen. Billions and billions of dollars. And a lot of it, we don't even know where it's going or what it's doing. No one can tell us either. I mean, Blinken's up there talking about, oh, this could be another two weeks or three weeks or two months. It's like, okay, the reporter presses them. Okay. What does that mean? Like what, 
What do you hope to accomplish? What's the, what are we accomplishing? Nothing. The average age of a Ukrainian soldier right now, the average is 40. They don't have any more young men to conscript. They're conscripting older people. And little did you know, I would read on Ground News today, uh, great site if you need something who's, that's super non-biased or you can find bias if you want to there, but uh, you don't have to. Uh, they, uh, there are uh, small protests in Ukraine about this. They don't, they don't want it either. A lot of these places don't want this either. It's sad. It's sad. And billions, billions with a B. Billions with a B. We're sending over there in humanitarian aid. Humanitarian, can we talk about what that is? Weapons. We, you know, we got ABM sites right there. Guys, I, I mean, really, this has got to end. It's got to end at some point. And Putin is, is not going to, uh, let it, he's not going to let this go. I mean, I was watching part of the problem. Dave Smith's talking about how their GDP last year was $1.6 trillion rushes. Our politicians spend 6 trillion a year, 6 trillion. Well, I look at our infrastructure, look at, look at some of the stuff you saw. I mean, it's wild. It's wild that we even have money to send there. It's wild that there are homeless veterans. We have a crazy border crisis. We've got a huge mental health issue in this country, huge. And I'll be the first to admit that part of it. We have so many problems here. How do we have no problem sending money away from here? Okay, so you want to have a gun debate bill. Okay, you want to have a border debate. You want to have all these debates. Well, guess what? You want a wall? Back when Trump was running, you were an absolute racist if you wanted a wall. No way we're going to spend, what, $10 billion, $20 billion on a wall? That's crazy. We could put that money into, I used to say this, into like 10, 10, make 65 of the world's best schools and pay the teachers $100,000 a year. They all deserve it. But you were a racist for sure if you wanted that wall. Now look at us. Now not only have we dismantled some of the walls, sold it for pennies on the dollar, uh, and then now we got to buy it back for full price so we can construct these walls. Now we're sending, what, seven times what a border wall would, would cost over to Ukraine. Now, we, now we've got the money. Now we've got the money to do that. Let's not, let's not build the best schools. Let's not pay these teachers and make it competitive. Let's not educate our police department on <laughs> nonviolent ways to to avoid, obviously nonviolent, to avoid confrontations or or train them for months and months and months and months and months and months until they're a thousand percent ready to deal with everything they're going to deal with or deal with their mental health issues without shaming them for doing so. Have them go into these communities that are hurting. Go into urban communities. Go into black communities. Put that money somewhere. Educate. Financial literacy. Think of all this stuff that you see on the news that's like awful in this country. And think about maybe some solutions that could, uh, that could take place. Now, now think about how we would do that. It's not going to be free, but it's definitely not going to cost $156 billion. I mean, New York's turning into a trash can. 
the homeless problem when the Chinese uh, dictator showed up uh, to, was it San Francisco or LA? Oh, guess what? Homeless. They're all gone. All the encampments are gone. Oh, so we can do that. A little bit of money. We got all this money to send to everyone else and no money for here. Daycare for me costs 300 bucks a kid per week. We miss, we miss the threshold by dollars to get any, uh, any help, any assistance. Well, there's no money for that, but thank God we're sending missiles to Ukraine to fight a war that's uh, not going to end well, and nobody can tell you what the positive outcome is. I mean, these politicians have spun us into so much debt, and they talk about financial responsibility. Wild, dude. It's wild, and it needs to end. And I'll be the first to tell you, I don't know how that ends. I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. And the reason that I'm doing this is, is so I could maybe bring awareness. I, I'm not sure. Uh, but solution-based answers are appropriate. I just don't know how you attack something so large and so beholden to, to the deep state. You know, I, I, I've been trying to interview my uh, local politicians. That's something I, I've really wanted to start doing. We've got our, our uh, 10th district is where I live in North Carolina, which has about 770,000 constituents in it. And um, the current congressperson is stepping down. You can go ahead and figure out who that is. Um, and so now we're going to have a bunch of freshman candidates, a bunch of freshman congressmen. And they all have high hopes and high, you know, they could be great. But the thing is, who knows? Washington is so captured by money and power that it, who knows? I mean, captured so much so that they're willing to uh, fund a war that's going nowhere but murdering people. So many dead, like I, the average, need we go back to the average age of a Ukrainian soldier? Need we go back? 40. They don't have any young men left. I mean, I'm sure they do, but it's nothing you could call an army. And they share no responsibility in their actions for anything ever. When that fraud case with Trump, when uh, the DA was reading the verdict or was talking about it, she, she said, when powerful people break the law, they are found guilty and charged. Like, no, they're not. This guy, this is what you're talking about? Maybe I don't understand enough. This guy took out loans and lied about how much money his house was worth, then paid back the loans with interest. This is the kind of legality you're talking about. This is what this is what's slowing the the wheels of justice. Not Epstein's Island, dude. No way figuring that out. Not Ukraine, our our debt that is rising daily. Congress people breaking the law all the time, insider trading. No way. We spend our time reactionary. It's all reactionary. That's what we spend our time doing, reacting to things instead of asking, how did we get here? Why are we here? Instead of just being like, Trump bad, Trump bad, Trump bad. How did we get here? I leave you with that. I hope you guys have a wonderful day, a wonderful rest of your day. Uh, I'm sorry for the short podcast. I just had to kind of uh, go on a little rant. Um, anyway, let me know what you think. Comments down below.